rewatch. I'm not very familiar with the original Doctors, um, so I can't I can't speak for that. Um, I only got into the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another fine edition of Saturday Night Nirvana. I'm your host, Mr. William D. Morgan, and guys, I have a guest on the show. But first, I'm bringing my co-host, Shaw. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good, sir. How are you? Uh, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. And special guest this week is a family member, my sister, Olivia. Olivia, how you doing? I'm good. How's everyone doing? All right, we're doing good. We're doing good. All right, guys, the first thing... <laughs> my daughter's watching on YouTube. Hey, uh, the first thing I want to do last week, we got into a conversation with Shaw and Josh about Doctor Who. And I feel like I want to keep that going a little bit. And L Livy and Shaw are the two people that I know who are Doctor Who aficionados. So I want to get, I don't know how your history goes between the two of you. But I want to get into your take first on when you started watching Doctor Who, what you think of the show, how you been able to keep up with it, what you like about each doctor and so forth. Um, maybe I'll start with you first. Uh, yeah, so I started watching Doctor Who back in 2011. And um, I really just fell in love with the show for the, for the science of the show. Um, I love British... Uh, comedy and um, I loved the way um, I don't know multiple things were tied in all together at once as the doctors progressed um, so I think that was probably what kind of how why I gravitated towards the show sure how about you um well technically the very first Doctor Who thing I saw was the movie when I was really, really young. I was flipping through the channels, then I saw Time Was So and started watching it. I had completely forgotten about it until maybe 2010, give or take, sometime around the end of Tenon's run. I saw a random episode on the Sci-Fi channel and got really into it. A couple years later, I started actually, like, I binge watched them and been really in love with the show ever since. I mean, 
I love the storytelling, always love time travel, and all the timelines and all of that. So I've been into it ever since. Now, a, a point that kind of stuck home with you a little bit, Shaw, was the, the newest uh, doctor, the female doctor. Um, I knew you had some issues. Liv, I think you're a fan of hers. Uh, Liv, why are you a fan of hers? And then I'll get into Shaw for his counterpoint. Um, I, I mean, she's like, I, I don't think she's my favorite doctor. Um, but I enjoyed the fact that they did um, have the doctor regenerate into um, a female. And um, I think it was t definitely time. And then also I um, appreciated the fact that there were some very kind of politically motivated um, episodes that, you know, kind of tied into strong female characters as well. So I felt like they did a very good job introducing the doctor as a female, also having kind of a politically motivated um, synopsis of everything that was kind of going on over the past couple years, I would say. So it seemed to fit. Okay, now Shaw, counterpoint. Why aren't you that much a fan of her? Well, see, I think she's fine as Doctor, but she's just fine. You know, like every other Doctor has been unique. You know, they, they brought a lot to the role. You know, there's no other person that can play 10. No other person that can play 12. No other person that can play 9, 11, you know, 8, 7, and all that. Like, she, I think a lot of actors can play that role that she's done because she hasn't brought anything, anything individual to it. You know what I mean? And I think the whole thing is that originally the doctor was supposed to be like kind of genderless. Sure, they were ordered to play by man, but they were like sexuality only came into it with David Tennant. And that's because he's David Tennant. Right. You know, so I mean, I have no problem with her. I think she's fine, but she's just fine. You know, she's not unique. But she should be. You know, she's not the level that we've been expecting as people who have been watching the show. You know what I mean? That's that, that's my only problem with her, you know. What I mean, I, I, I was I was completely fine with getting a female doctor, you know what I mean. I mean, and I thought she was okay. I saw her in a movie before, um, Attack the Block, which I thought she was fine in. You know, I was completely fine with that. It's just you know, I think she hasn't measured up to what she should be for the role. You know what I mean? That may just be on the writing, though. So, you know, so it's you know, that's what I is. Yeah. Now, I, I felt like that about. Um, Peter Capaldi, I couldn't really get into him um, after Matt Smith, so I can kind of see what you're saying, but I do enjoy the fact that she is a woman, and to me, that is one of the things that makes her unique out of all the other doctors anyway. See, my thing is that being female is not a character trait, you know what I mean? Like, when it comes to, to characterization, being female is not a character trait, that's just how to say, that's just, um, it's like saying, you're a blonde, you're a brunette. You know what I mean? It's not a character trait, you know what I mean? And it's, and, and what you said about Capaldi, I get that. Like, I wasn't into Capaldi completely until like maybe halfway or towards the end of his first season. You know what I mean? That's what, just, that's, but that's, but that's just what I think, you know, my personal opinion, you know what I mean? Sure. So what, and I want to get into storylines for a second. What is your guys' favorite storylines of the show? For me, I kind of go get into Matt Smith's first season because, like, 
that's when he became my doctor, you know what I mean? So that's when I started watching the seasons, you know, while they were airing. You know, I like the whole, the crack, the mystery, Amy Pond was great and everything like that. I think that his reaction to, um, to Rory was an apology for how he treated Mickey. You know what I mean? And I, I just, yeah, that, that's one of my favorites. What do you think? What about you? Liv, what do you think? Yeah, I would have to agree. Yeah, that's a great, that, that was a great season. Um, Matt Smith's first season. Um, as far as plot, I really enjoy River Song. I think <laughs> she's an excellent character. Um, I love the fact that she's always popping up <laughs> out of nowhere. Agreed, agreed. agreed. <laughs> and that she does know all of his faces. So, um, I'm, I was kind of hoping. Well, actually, <laughs> it turns out there's a book that she doesn't know now. Right, right. Are you up to date? Up to date off, um, maybe. On the show? Yeah, because I mean, there's a bunch that she doesn't know now. Is this regarding Jodie Whittaker? Yeah, like, well, well, not just Jodie, but like, you know, regarding the timeless child, there's a lot that she doesn't know now. Gotcha, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the timeless child is something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they could fix that by making it that the master of the timeless child instead. That could mm. totally fix it, but as it is, Yeah. Now we're teetering on the fact that, you know, were the Gallifreyans ever really time lords? Like, yeah. So it's yeah. wibbly wibbly wobbly all over now with <laughs> everything going on with the time lords. So, so where do we stand with the show now? How did it end last season? I mean, there was some good stuff. Thomas Charles is stupid, but they could fix it. I mean, next season, two of the companions are leaving, so that means we have more time to actually, you know, get some character development. So, you know, maybe it'll be good going forward. We'll see. They get one more chance for me. Like, they got a little bit of goodwill last season, so you get a chance for me. What, what do you think? What about you, Lib? Um... I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I I, I did enjoy Jodie Whittaker, and um, I enjoyed I enjoyed the the character development. I mean, uh, hello, you know, hello. Uh, you know, interracial couple in the very first episode, the the and the you know the, um cancer patient, like that was, you know, it's kind of not been done at all, like throughout Doctor Who, so. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I think they're going to do something pretty amazing. Let me bring in. Let me bring in someone who we all very, who we all well, well know of, ladies and gentlemen, for the Paradigm Chef Wrestling Podcast. My good friend, G. How's it going, guys? How's it going tonight? Thanks for coming out, man. We also got Brandon watching too. So shout out to Brandon with Paradigm Chef. Thank you both of you guys for coming out. I appreciate it. Um, you watched out to who at all? I have watched Doctor Who. I have not watched the recent uh, um, um, season. I actually do have season one of the the one with uh, the new uh, Jodie Whittaker. I do have season one that I have to finish to continue to watch, but I have not seen the next part to it, or like season two, if you would say, of that part. But I have watched Doctor Who. I am a Whovian. 
So yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, from what you last picked up, what was your opinion on the show? Uh, how do I put this? I, I'm I I liked it when they you know they started with Eccleston and they moved they moved all the way up into Capaldi. I like that they now have Jodie Whittaker. I hope that from what I've seen of so far. There are some episodes that are to be, you know, it is because of the, the there's no more, uh, what can I say, um, the writing has changed as new writers. So I see that they're trying to rebuild the style, try to bring it into a new direction. I hope it works. Um, we'll just have to wait and see how, how, how it goes. It's, it's got on to its second season. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't started seeing it yet. I'd like to, uh, but hopefully it is good because I've always, I was always a Whovie and I always loved the writing. Um, so yeah, I, and I've I've followed a lot of uh, different uh, shows that some of the writers have done, from David Tennant being a Casanova to uh, also uh, Sherlock. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, all right, so Josh is here. I don't know if he could come on, but Josh <laughs> is here. He is watching along with Brandon. Uh, thank you for coming out, Josh. Thank you for coming again, Brandon. Appreciate you guys. Um, it, it, Josh, man, if you, I don't know if you're at work. I knew you're an hour behind me, but if you if you can come on, feel free. You're more than welcome. Um, the link is in the chat right there in our message page on Facebook. Um, Shaw, what's on the what's on the agenda for the night? My, for the night, my friend. All right. So first up, we got the season finale of Star Girl, which was an hour, not two hours like I thought before, but you know it happens. All right, so the, the society fights the bad guys. Pretty good stuff. Let's see. Um, um, Pat gets kind of mind controlled in order to bring him back. Um, Courtney tells him how she's his daughter, and that brings him back, which is actually a really good moment. Like especially if you, you for the dynamic of like step parent, because especially when they're like an older child, that's probably not. That's probably would never happen. You know what I mean? Like. When, when it comes to stepchildren, they like, at a certain age, there's not the feeling to, you know, call that stepparent dad or mom or whatever. So that was actually a really good moment, you know what I mean? And so I really enjoyed it. We got the fights. We got um, Salman Grundy, which was pretty cool. We saw him first kick the shit out of um, Stripe, then get kicked out of shit by, um, by our man. Our man chooses not to kill him. He says because he ran out of time, but probably not. Yolanda ends up killing Brainwave. It's a big thing. Let's see. Um, they finally stop the thing by destroying the satellite, whatever. So they saved. They defeat Icicle, kind of a team effort, whatever. With um, what's his name? The kid running over him by with a car. Yep. Let's see. Um, the gambler escapes. We then cut to about a year later, where we find out one, there's um, Sydney finds some sort of crystal that's going to be. Um, Eclipso. I thought that was supposed to be the the one that um we that um possesses Jin Laurie in the comics, but apparently it's not. Some dude or whatever. So I'll look that up later. Later, you also see um there's one member of the Justice of the bleh, of the Injustice Society that we didn't see before. Again, the Shade. It's going to be a big thing next year, next season. And we then find out at the very end, Starman is alive. All in all, good episode. What'd you guys think? I loved it. And it came to fruition that the CW won't be changing anything about the show once it moves over. 
Uh, so that that's a great thing because once CW normally gets hold of something, they kill it. But now that these guys are keeping everything as is, I think that's fantastic. Uh, I got to give you my stuff. You can watch Star Girl. You can binge it now. I think you'll. I think you'll really like the show. Um, it's a female hero, and I think you'll really like the show. Okay. Man, I think you really like. It. Uh, same thing with Eugene. I think you'll like it too. Um, yeah. I think you would as well. Um, what's next on the plate, y'all? Next up, we got the two-hour season finale of Agents of Shield. It's That's over, so. Gene. It's over, Gene. Yeah, I know. I heard. I've heard. I've heard they 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 did their thing at. Was it the they were going to do at the Tomaton, but they decided to go on and they just said goodbye to everybody and they're telling everybody that it, it's finally moved on. I think it's about the right time just because by now, if, if you keep drag, if, if they were to keep it going and try to drag it out, what, what more you're going to be left to do because it pretty much it, what that was for was to, to fit you from, you know, Avengers to Ultron from Ultron to the next Avenger. You know what I mean? It's to put the pieces of the puzzle within what's going on behind the backstory. Right. And and right now where they don't know creatively where all whole MC, the, the fourth phase of the MCU is going to be because of COVID. Nobody expected COVID to hit. You know what I mean? Yep. What happened in the episode, uh, Sha? I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah. So, um, let's see. Daisy in tow with um, Mac and Sosa go to the ship. They save um, um, Jemma who has her um, thingy in the back of her head disintegrated, so she's remembering and forgetting at the same time. They get back to Earth. Yeah, they get back to Earth or whatever, and they they go to um, that bar from before, and they get a lot of 084s, fix it together. They um, put it into this machine, and finally get fits, finally, after a long time. We find out that everything happened the way it's supposed to happen, with the exception of Korra supposed to be turned, which that didn't happen, unfortunately. So they figure out a way to go back to their original timeline, taking their Chronicons with them. They do that. They, you know, have to do some stuff to do what happened at the end of that season. We then find out that Gemma and Fitz had a kid, that they were, to, you know, lived together for a while before I was coming back. We finally see, um, what's your name, Piper again, which is pretty cool to see. Let's you know, they finally get rid of everything. See a year later. Everyone's off doing their own thing now. We got a couple of different spinoffs that could happen now. Like um Yolo and her crew. We got um um May teaching. We got Colson traveling the world. And we got Agent of Swords set up there. So yeah, all in all, really great ending, really nice. Fitz and Simmons got a happy ending. If they didn't, would have rioted. It was good. It was good. Like one of the best endings we've seen in the TV show. What, what do you guys think? Seven years. Seven years. It came into fruition 2013. Seven years. Oh my goodness. Um, I thought it was good. And I thought you might have got a little bit more maybe Easter eggs toward Agents of Sword. You really didn't get that. But overall, I thought it was very, very good. I thought Coulson was going to deactivate itself. I really did. I really did. I thought it was going to deactivate itself. And um, I thought Fitz was going to end up dead, but I was wrong. So Will doesn't know everything. Um, <laughs> but, but overall, I think it's really, really good. 
Uh, I, I like the pacing of it. I like how they did it. Um, also, I like the fight between um, what's his face? Um, between Quake and um, um, Malik. Yeah, yeah. Nathaniel Malik. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I like I like that fight toward the end. I thought she was done, but the sister saved her, so it's all good. All in all, it was really a good series over the years. Um, we'll see if we get Agents of Sword on Disney Plus. Hopefully, hopefully, and and also too, you can you it will also add playing into all the the shows that they want to do for Disney Plus because you'd probably have you know Coulson pop in do cameos, some of the other characters pop in and do cameos from time to time as well. So it'll all work out. I I, I see it, and all in all, it it ended the way it was supposed to. Yeah, yeah. Now there's just nothing to do nerd-wise on Wednesdays anymore. <laughs> <laughs> nothing at all to do. What's next on the plate, man? All right, now let's get into some news. First off, we have a lot of the panels for DC Fandom, Fandom, whatever it is. What they're basically going to do is they're going to have, like, on the website, there'll be different areas to go where different panels will be shown. So at different times, you know, I don't know if they're gonna like have them reported or something, but yeah. I I I heard the the Rock is supposed to make his grantiumpterist uh reveal about that as well about becoming the Black Adam. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Matter of fact, that's one of the earliest ones. That's gonna be at eight o'clock in the Hall of Heroes, followed by a to be announced. Then after that will be Aquaman. Then Shazam, then Suicide Squad, Kill the League, which I think is a video game, I believe. That will be followed by the Batman. Over in what's called the Watchverse, there will be Titans, DC Stargirl, Batwoman. Let's see, DC under New Zealand, whatever. Let's see, next group. We got Wonder Woman. Well, Wonder Woman will be back in them DC in um Hall of Heroes. Back to watch first will be the Flash. And uh, let's see, Legend Tomorrow, Superman and Lois. Back in um Hall of Heroes, we have some game that's to be announced. Some sort of multiverse one on one. We have something for the Flash movie, I believe. Followed by the Suicide Squad movie and some sort of surprise DC Comics panel. That's one list. There's like two lists. I have two more lists actually. We have another list here that says it's the Warner Brothers official list. We got Wonder Woman at one, like the game announcement at one thirty, the Flash movie at two forty-five, Suicide Squad two three o'clock, the surprise panel at five, Zack Snyder Justice League five forty-five. Black Adam is six, so there's a little conflict. Not sure which one is the actual one. Yeah. The titles will be announced at 6.45. Aquaman, then Shazam, the Suicide Squad game, followed by the Batman. I, like I said, I'm not sure about these lists, about which one is real, which is not, because I heard some are being dropped, but yeah. The last list I got is for the DC um, CW-verse, as they're calling it now, instead of the Arrowverse. 10 o'clock will be The Flash, 115 Doom Patrol, 225 Superman and Lois, 530 
on Titans Group Season 3, 645 Stargirl, Batwoman at 7.30, followed by um, Harley Quinn Season 3, with a question mark for some reason, at 8.15. So, you know, those are stuff to look forward to, you're going to see it or not, on the 22nd. What do you guys think about those panels? Anything you're interested in? My interest would probably be, for one, being uh, seeing Black Adam rock again, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That's the first one. But then in my second one, I would have to say out of that is um, because of what I've heard about who's acting in in the new Suicide or the new Suicide Squad movie, um, seeing where that's going to go. So there, there is, there is some, there is some interesting stuff. I, uh, you know, and also too, you know, with Batman being now that um, Matt or is Matt, not Matt Damon. I think I got that wrong, but uh, the one who's acting now is Batman. Um, yeah, and where see where that direction goes and how that all plays out. So you know. Because DC DC's got to got to try to at least pull up their their socks in the movie department to match Marvel. So right. let's see what they can let's see what they can bring. Yeah, panel I want to see is the CW panel. That's the panel I want to see. Um, I want to know what they're going to do with Elastic Man since he's gone. What are they going to do to fill that role? Um, I'm with Shaw. I'm still trying to figure out why you got Candace Patton on the 2021 promotion material instead of the Flash. I'm trying to figure it out now, too. Uh, not that I'm hating on Candace Patton. I hate Irish West. Uh, so I'm trying to figure that one out. But other than that, that's the only one I really want to see. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So. Uh, all right. Next up, we got um. DC Comics and DC Universe experienced a lot of layoffs. Yeah. So, yeah, so DC Universe is going to be probably shutting down soon. You know, all the shows are going to be reverting over to HBO Max. And, yeah, it's pretty big thing. What y'all think about that? I mean, HBO still got that. Did they still have that promotion for HBO Max for five bucks? I think so. Okay. Because I know yeah, they were doing on with the cost of universe, you can get matched for $5 extra. I don't know. Yeah, they're probably going to change that probably because, yeah. DC. I don't know if it's like the new show is going over there or if everything is going over to DC to Max. I'm not sure which one is happening. Like, I assume I, it's just I'm, like the new shows, but we'll see. I myself personally would say, you know, for even with like the CW and, and everything that, that when they're moving for streaming services, I would try to find going with as many, many as you possibly could, you know, go with your HBO max, go with the Netflix, go with everywhere, grab, grab your audience, not just in a certain group, try to grab them from everywhere because the more eyes you get on your product, the better, you know I mean? The better it would be. And the thing that kills me, a lot of this cost wise, Funimation is the Funimation.com for animation. I love that. 50 bucks for the done. Uh, a lot of these other places are monthly. Um, yearly is a, a lot better. You have so many of these services stacking on stacking on stacking, competing with one another. Um, I just, uh, and it's tough. It's tough. Olivia was talking about the other day. Uh, what do you keep? Do you keep Netflix? Uh, what do you keep or get rid of? So uh, that's the thing with me. But if everyone went to a yearly fee, I think that would be a whole lot better. But 
is money at the end of the day, so I doubt if that happens. And that's and that's a, and that's another thing too, because depending on like for myself, where I'm in Canada, you know, we only get so so many certain streaming services in our area. And maybe, you know, the top one might be right now, you know, I think Netflix and a few others. But if you're not either A, with a cable service or B, you're not paying for the Netflix and you're missing out on a bunch of stuff because technically it's not in your area or you're paying an absorbent price to get said material in order to watch what you want to watch. So it's it's you know what I mean, if it was made easier, if it was made in a simpler area where. Okay, well, we're going to have it, you know, the DC is going to be with this group, this group, and Netflix, and this group, this, and Marvel's going to be with this group, this group, and Disney Plus. Well, then you pay for Disney Plus, you pay for your Netflix, boom, you get everything, you're watching everything. But that's in a nutshell. That's in a nutshell. What else we got, y'all? Let's see. We finally got confirmation that New York Comic Con is going to be canceled. They're going to work on doing some sort of online thingies. Anyone interested in that? I guess. I, I guess. Depends what you got going on. Um, my sister used to go back and forth to New York a lot um, before COVID hit. Um, Livy, would this be something you, you would check out if you were back in New York, if it was still going on? Sure. I actually I did Comic Con in Baltimore a couple of times too. Yeah, I would I I say why not? Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of um like um online live streaming um EDM festivals and I mean people are just kind of adjusting to like you know we're still living so. We can't just stop doing what we love because of this. True that. Ah, oh, man. Speaking, Speaking of what we love, it turns out that Tron 3 is finally moving forward with um, Jared Leto and director Garth Davis. Anyone interested in that? Okay. Okay. Well, as, as long as... as Jared Leto doesn't try to change things like he did when he did the, <laughs> the Suicide Squad. Then yeah. I, think we should, I think we should. I think we should be fine. I think we should be fine. Um, I never saw Tron too. I I did. I've seen the second uh, Tron movie. It was really good. It was really really good. Um, but and it's like everybody says it. You can never beat the original, and then going to try to make a new movie, but. I like the the style. I like the storyline they're going. You know, they they had in the, from the first to the second. Uh, so I hope they keep up with it. I think it would be. I think it would be really really good. Um, like I said, just hopefully Jerry Jerry Leto tries to not put too much of his own fan ideas into it. Then we should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got, Sean? Let's see. Uh, so we got the death battle. Of Beerus versus Sailor Galactic or Galaxia, whatever the name is. And the winner was Beerus. Good job thinking about that. Of course. The only thing that shot me that Beerus did one shotter. That was the only thing that shot me. There's no one in the Sailor Moon universe as powerful as Beerus. Nobody. No, no God, no angel, nobody is more, Sailor Moon is more powerful. That was a mismatch on Jump Street. And 
I don't need no scientific explanation to tell me that. <laughs> well, well, well I'll, I'll be the lovely whiz and boomstick mediator and say that we need to we need to go down and, and, and talk about the facts and the details and scientifically <laughs> prove the reason why beer is one. And that's because, you know, again, like they said, there's a hint of that where, uh, you know, that he even he, he had he had suckered in Goku previously and he had said, you know, hey, I'm using 100 percent of my ability, which he had not even done. You know yeah. what I mean? He doesn't even at 100. You know, he didn't even give it 100. So, you know, just just at that focus, I was like when I watched, it, I was just like, yeah, beers got this all day, every day. And it was the right person who won. You know, we could we could, we could go on many different fan pages and say, you know, and hope, and there would be people saying, "Oh, Sailor Galactica would have it," and you know she's got this all-encompassing power. But they they sort of said the thing that beat Galactica even in the series was friendship and love, and Beer has had multi multitude of power higher than that. So it was just like, and plus the uh, plus the the martial arts experience where she had had to train herself. Oh yeah. So oh. that was that was the the that was the kicker in the in the pants for me. <laughs> And, and, and with the exceptional one, Magical Girls, especially us, Oscar, uh, I hate Magical Girls with a passion. And my issue with this whole thing, if you go back and look at Sailor Galactica losing the Sailor Moon, she lost on the power of love and friendship. It wasn't any type of transformation. It wasn't a... a any type of beam power up or anything like that. She lost by the power of love and friendship, bro. Well, well, look, look at uh, My Little Pony. Isn't isn't that the magic, the, the best power of all? The power of magic and friendship is the strongest power. Amen. But but then it, but then again, I I'll rebuttal my own. I can retract my own statement and say that Raven then beat you know <laughs> Twilight Sparkle in a death battle too. So you know. <laughs> That is true. That is true. When they had Starscream go against My Little Ponies, he lost. But then again, because you call that a loss, it's all part of the remain. So you really couldn't call that a loss because he truly didn't die. Yeah, he got eaten. But <laughs> hey, hey, Deadpool and My and and Pinkie Pie was probably one of my favorite death battles. But they didn't even fight. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, what, what, what's next, y'all? Well, next time on Death Battle is going to be Zuko from Avatar The Last Airbender and that fire dude from My Hero Academia. I don't know his name. I can't wait. I can't wait. Look, this is your chance to see what My Hero can do um, on a grand scale outside of their anime. Um, so I, I sort of can't. They, I think they already had a My Hero Academia character. I think it was uh, on Death Battle once. Um, was it? Uh, 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 there was another guy from Naruto taking him on. It was like Mighty Hero versus, uh, I think. I right on. Mike Guy yeah. versus. Oh, yeah. oh, my. Yeah. yeah I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And 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 Naruto, I do believe Naruto won that. The, the uh, Naruto character won that. So. So again, like it, 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 depending on the skills and what they match up with, when we break it, when they break it down scientifically, who's going to take it? That's really where it comes down to. So, what, what, 
what death battle do you want to see? What type of uh, favorite death battle would you guys want to see? Um, you know what I want well, to <laughs> Go ahead, Lil. Topic of Sailor Moon, Moon and Bell Dandy. Damn magical girls. Ain't that about a bitch? Um I don't know how that happens though, because from what you were telling me, Libby, um Belle Danny only gets like that if you threaten her boyfriend. Yeah. So in the Cellar Scouts with all this power of love and friendship stuff, well maybe Jealousy will take over. I don't know. Um, I think I think if in the realm of death battle, I would like to see for myself. I would love to see Batman versus like. I'm just I'm just trying to think of a good character that would go up against him. Uh, you know what I mean? We fought three times. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange versus Doctor Strange versus Batman. That would be a unique one because you're taking two guys. One guy who's all detective, all, you know, I mean, he, he Batman thinks 20 moves, 20 steps ahead. Right. But then you have, you know, again, you have a magical being who is supposed to be all seeing and protecting the universe and all knowing. And, and, I mean, and, 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 and with that time, Batman ain't winning that. I mean, that's our strange. That's one of them, like, Particularly if it's Doctor Supreme, Doctor Strange, you could forget that one. But that if that happens, that'd be Batman's fourth time on Death Battle. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Did he go up against some um, Spider-Man? He went against Spider-Man first. Yeah. Yes. And, and Which then is he bullshit. <laughs> he went against Spider-Man first. Uh, he lost that one. Then he went up against um, Captain America. Uh, he won yeah, beat one. Captain America. Beat Captain America. Then he went against Black Panther, lost to Black Panther. So this would be the fourth time if that happens that he's been in death battle. Yeah. That that Batman or um Bat Batman versus Doctor Strange or Batman versus Wolverine. Just, just to see how, how that would play out. Because I, I you know, me me being Canadian and all, if you couldn't already tell with the Deadpool and you know, like the Wolverine and <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where are you getting the t-shirt from? You have a t-shirt for like every occasion. <laughs> I'm I'm well stocked. I'm I'm well stocked. <laughs> every occasion you have a t-shirt, my friend. Oh man. Uh something that out that I wouldn't mind seeing as a death battle. Um I mean, it's kind of hard to count it because there's been so many of them already. You've already got your Aquaman versus your Submariner. Um, you already gotten your Superman versus Goku's. Um, you, twice. Yeah, yeah they, you got that twice. Um, and I've mentioned to say, and I'm probably in a few people that say you the second time around, and it was better than the first. Just because of the fact the anime was better in the second one than it was in the first one. Um, the characters were more up to date in the second one versus the first one. Um, and then you also got to see Superman using the Dragon Balls in that second one, too, to bring everybody back. So that was kind of cool, too, uh, for him to have that now. But it's kind of hard because pretty much anybody that you can really think of has already fought in a death battle. 
That's true. So it's kind of hard. So it's kind of hard to think of it. Um, the only one I can really think of done yet: Vision versus Martian Manhunt. That would be easy. Did that one. Mm-mm. I could have sworn that one. Oh. Mm-mm. How many is on Vision? Probably. That's tough, though. Well, I mean, then again. Both of them are heavy hitters, so I don't know. For me, if you're going to go up against Vision versus uh, Martian Manhunter, myself personally, I'd have to go with Vision just because he has again an affinity stone. You know, he was he's Mm -hmm. he's dialed into a whole other you know spectrum than Martian Manhunter. And and yet again, if Vision finds out his one weakness, fire! You know, it's like oh yeah, pretty much over. Now, if you retcon, retcon Martian Manhunter, has to be fire with a passion. This can't be fire itself, so that makes it a little bit better. Uh, Livy, I think I have one you might like. Um, Laura Cross versus Remy. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Ooh, I don't know. Remy, hmm. Remy probably get it all day, but you never know. Laura like that. Laura Cross really smart, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 wait. Are we talking OG Laura Croft or New Age Laura Croft? OG. OG for sure. OG for sure. Not, that, not this new stuff. What about the well, I- <laughs> Not Xbox. Not Xbox, Lord. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You, no. you got you you gotta give the story for what it is with this with the new Lord Croft. It does make her more like they even even in Death Battle when they had Lord Croft versus um Uncharted and Lord Croft won that they even put into the factor of, of everything. So they took everything and not just they took an OG story and they took all that stuff and younger right. She took that rhubarb and ripped it out, and you know what I mean. So I say, Laura, yeah, Laura Cross gonna have it because once again, just she's been around a lot longer. She's got the experience. Yeah, yeah but Ray is a badass though. Yeah, she's a badass though. Particularly yeah. when she gets drunk, she's better drunk. Got too much. She's better drunk. Laura would definitely strategize better. Yeah. Uh, I, I, got one. Was, I don't know if this one has been done. Which one? Gray with um, Dark Phoenix and Scarlet Witch. Ooh. It hasn't been done yet. Are we talking Dark Phoenix or regular Phoenix? Dark Phoenix. <sighs> you, if you bring Dark Phoenix, bring Crazy Wanda. Alright. No more meetings. That's pretty hard. No more meetings. Dark Phoenix versus Star. Okay, so you have un- untapped universal power of the Dark Phoenix versus the Scarlet Witch who there are moments where she doesn't even know where her potential of the power is. She even reset the entire X-Men universe. So Warper. Yeah. So yeah, 
technically that's kind of happened happen. during um technically that's kind of happened in um um AVX X Men vs Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, they had um Hope with the Phoenix powers fighting Scarlet Witch, but that was more of a not no. destroying everything around them type of thing. That was more just they didn't like each other for for a little bit, then realized that their powers together could stop the. So yeah, it, that kind of happened, sort of, not to the extent, you know. I so, think yeah. they they need to play on it though. I think that would be really that that would be something to see. That'd be something to see. It, it's almost the exact same thing as uh, that thing play out. How? Uh, Tell me something. Tell me something. Something. I, I, are you guys okay in the X Men comics? Mm-hmm. Who was Hope's mom? Because I'm pretty sure during that time. Jean Grey was dead. So who's Hope's mom? Like I'm like I remember she was dead during that time period, and we didn't get her back again until like years later. So like who was her mom? I know it's not um, um Emma. I know that definitely. No, oh, that's a good one. I can't remember right off the top of my head. <laughs> like I remember, she, like Jean was definitely not back yeah. for like years. Yeah. Like years after that AVX stuff happened, then she finally came back. And even that was like the younger version of her. So, I mean, was there some time stuff happening there? I mean, I know there was always some time travel stuff. I was like, who was her mom? You know? Because uh, uh, even, even before, I think even before the House of X, you had. What was it? Gene, uh, Gene and Scott, they had their son Cable, and then Cable went all the way back, or went to the future. And Hope, yeah, and then Cable finds Hope. Who was the mom? Like, like they never really even touched base on that for... They never did. No, I think she, I think Hope was, was the orphan, and then then they just started playing around the story, I think. Okay. Oh, had a mom. I think he definitely did have a mom. Um, because doesn't he accidentally kill her mom or something? Hmm. Maybe Rachel Summers, maybe? It could have been. It could have been Rachel. Yeah. 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 It could have been Rachel. I know she was all around. Mm hmm. Yep. Scott Summers' family is really weird. Like, there's a whole lot of weird branches there. <laughs> Who's got a thing? Scott, Scott had, had the same with, with, with almost everybody from, from, what was it, Emma Frost to... She <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, we feel sort of kind of honored. We had our first troll. Um, we are straight on Facebook, Periscope, and I switched from Twitch to YouTube, um, and we've had our first troll. From where I come from, if you don't have a profile pic, you come in trying to start start trouble or ask questions or things like that. Uh, I banned him, and I banned that. Uh, so he is banished. Yeah, he is banished from the land. On, so I feel kind of on first. Yeah. Oh. We 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 can all start doing the uh, 
the Gandalf the Grey, you shall not pass. Right. You shall not pass. Hell yeah. All right. What we got next, y'all? Right, next up, we have something that y'all might enjoy. We have a reboot of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> Why? A, a reboot. <laughs> you know you like it. Okay, okay. The, you know my, my, one, my, 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 my one question here is uh, Will Will show up? Well, well 55 years old, tell us some reboot. I mean, I could do a sequel, but a prequel, I mean, I'm going to reboot. Nah. No, I can't do a reboot. I can do what happens after you bring Will with his kids in. Yeah. I can do a, a whole reboot. Uncle Phil gone. Um, one of the moms, I think it was the original mom, no longer yeah. gets along with the rest of the castmates. She's talking trash about them, throwing them under the bus. Um, they're not liking those guys at all. So uh, he's a little bit older now. Astros are older now. Carson's uh, older as well. So is Will. So I, I, I don't know how to, how it's gonna work. Yes, man. Yes, man. Anyway, so next up, we have a what was a rumor, which I think has gotten debunked already. That the next title for the next Spider-Man movie is going to be Homesick. I believe that that's definitely no. What do you guys think about that? Well, I liked how it. I liked how um, Far Far From Home ended. You know, you had the J. Jonah Jameson outing Spider-Man and everything like that that had it happened. Um, we have been waiting to see where the where their next direction is anyways and how this is going to play into like I said, the into the, the, the fourth phase of Marvel. So if this is where they're if this is where they're leading to and how they've already said, you know, they want Blade or they got uh, Black Widow coming, but then now they got Blade as their one of their new in the in the series, how this will all play in and how this will all tie into a brand new um, Hope they lead to a big bang, like the idea of, of a new like formation of an Avengers or Defenders or something. You know what I mean? To take all these characters that they're bringing out in into a a way of bringing them to a calamity. So we'll see how how this works. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard too um, that we're getting Iceman or someone who is. So if that's true, with another woman I heard for someone to cast that Firestar, could we see? Could we possibly see Spider-Man in the main? Do you guys remember that? I mean, you know, Iceman, new Firestar, you could see that. Then you'll then you'll have the, the bad announcing of it's Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Legitimately, that show was awesome back in the day. It was. It really was. So, like, yeah, I mean, it really was. Hey, my sister's here. Ask you guys a question. Does anybody remember other than me? 
Does anybody remember a show by the name? And I wish Rob was with me. Does anybody remember a show by the name of Mighty Corvus? Sounds familiar. What was that again there, Will? What was the name? Anybody else besides myself remember a show by the name of Mighty Orbot? That sounds familiar. Come on, ABC. That sounds familiar. Mornings. Um, they ended up taking off the air because I think the creator of the GoBot sued them. No one Dang. I know why I will remember now. I, know. I, I I I have a feeling I, 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 that I remember it, but I really, I've remembered. You know, '90s was like there's tons of different cartoons. Like That's if dope. you remember, uh, you know, Beetleboards, and they were like trying to rip off the the Power Rangers for quite some time, and um, then you had what was it, the Samurai Ninja Cats, and there was a whole list full of, of different shows that were almost the same show. Freaking Beetlejuice. Yeah. Back to the Future. Yep. Ghostbusters. Oh, they, they, they decided to call the cartoon the real Ghostbusters. Like, yeah, it made it anything issues. different. Yeah, legal issues, because there was another show that had that title. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything, else we got? anything else we got left, Shaw? Let's see. I think I got one more thing here. Okay. You said <laughs> I got to show this. Right. We have a new animated um, Batman movie called Soul of the Dragon. We've got some casting. We've got um, Michael Jai White playing um, White Tiger. And Kelly Hu playing, I'm not sure. I'll have to look that up again. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, new Batman movies coming up at some point. What do you guys think about that? Hopefully, we get we get some good storylines. Like, don't get me wrong, the last few Batman movies, you know, Christopher Nolan series was was, was you know okay, but I like to start seeing some you know some really good good Batman stories. I think Batman. I really, to be completely honest with you, I really believe Batman should be a, not a Saturday morning cartoon, but make it into a live action show. You can do so much with it done correctly um, with the right platform, you know, maybe a Netflix, maybe, you know what I mean? But something that's, something that's, um, how do I put this? Well, there's not very many limitations, not being like, you know, corporate TV or anything, because if you had it on Netflix, you did it as a, a Netflix running series, maybe have DC backing it with, you know, CW or whatever, but you keep it so that it stays away from network TV and it's straight streaming. I think Batman would be done better as a series than as a movie, because just because of the gallery of villains that Batman has can be easily more portrayed in a running series than you know, a movie because every time they try to do a movie and you try to grab one or maybe two key villains, it it always gets overplayed, overdone, and it doesn't give enough screen time for every person to sort of shine. Right. Sure, sure. There's an argument to be made that the best um, Batman movie is Master of the Phantasm. It's animated? Yeah. I thought that was the best Batman movie in total. My, I would have to say for best, but yeah, that would be probably up there for me. Master of the Phantasm. Yep. 
Yep. Mm. My low, my, I'll, I'll tell you right now. I'll be, I'll be the first guy to say this right now to you. My lowest one of, of Batman movies was Batman versus Superman. Just saying. If your whole, if your, if, if your whole storyline is based around, I'm beating you because your mother's name is Martha, and then you tell me my mom's Martha, and then now we're going to become a team. Please, you got to have a better writing than that. Yeah, that was kind. I mean, it, it has moments, though. I mean, oh no, no, don't, 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 don't do me wrong. I liked that they hinted towards, um, you know, Frank Miller's uh, Batman and how Batman versus Superman, you know, you know, fought and everything, and you get that battle. Don't get me wrong, I, I enjoyed that, and it was a great way to set up for the Justice League and getting that movie to, to go. But you could tell that they were really trying to push it to try to keep with what Marvel was doing. And I think that's the biggest problem. Marvel's doing their thing. DC should be doing their thing and not worrying about what is what you, you gotta, yes, you gotta meet certain deadlines and yeah, you gotta make certain money back. But you're tr at the end of the day, the people that you're really trying to please to in some ways, and Marvel has done that with their movies is the comic book fan, because you've got more people now that are older that are going to the theater who are comic book fans that are going there and they they're going with a knowledge of some of the backstory. And if you're not giving them some of that information or at least, you know, hinting at it or at least talking about it somewhere in there that they can understand, then they're not going to go to, they're not going to go watch the movie or they're going to be like, well, this was a movie made for just the regular casual viewer, but it makes no sense and it shouldn't be, you know what I mean? Then you get this debate does need to be canon should be canon. Is it not canon? Is it, this is a whole other universe is, you know, I thought animated. I thought animated wise, the best two Batman movies to me, um, Batman Bad Blood. I think that was um, probably the, my favorite one, and then of course Batman and Red Hood. Mm -hmm. Those were outstanding. Get Master of the Phantasm because it's one of the earliest ones. So. My animated Batman movie was Batman Ninja. That was a good one too. That was a good one too, yeah. Yeah. It's another good one. Um, if I'm if I'm saying if I'm talking about you know another pick, I would know even Batman Beyond, uh, Return of the Joker was another was another good movie for the Batman franchise, and that's an animated one. But but once again, I'm I'm a diehard. You know, I grew up on in the '90s cartoon Batman, Mark yeah. Hamill. You know, and and. Um, and Kevin Thorne, you know, those guys playing, doing those the roles, you know, it's just, that's what I, re I remember, you know, hearing. So that's why, that's why I love the Batman um, Arkham series. But the, those, those video games were very, very good. They were very, very good. Uh, also like that, yeah, I also like that Batman if it had Suicide Squad. I like that one too. Uh, mm -hmm. Louis Batman Ninja. That was very, that was very, very good. Um, I watched that like twice. <laughs> yep, I like that a lot. So um, that was very good. Uh, the one with Harley Quinn. Yeah, that was actually not too too bad. Batman and Harley Quinn. Yeah, that was awesome. Cool. I like that too. So we'll say what's up with Michael. Michael, how you doing, bro? Uh, we got a, a Facebook. Uh, 
I'm going to show them again. Uh, no one's beating the Power Rangers. <laughs> uh, that's debatable, man, because when you go back and look at it, um, go to that, that first crossover. Um, Which team? The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were beating their original team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, consider how strong the, the turtles are. I mean, they can just toss a um a you know sewer um thingy. Considering how much those things weigh, I mean. Now I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna say this. What is your what is your thought on the whole new comic that's coming out with the Ninja Turtles words? Uh, one turtle left. He's yeah. the abilities of all the other three, and people do not know which turtle it is, and they they pretty much kept it. It's, like, it's like I think it's that they're. I think it's going to be a unique idea, and then they're going like last of the Ronin uh, sort of idea behind it. It seems interesting. It seems interesting. It should be Leo, but. I mean, I can see it being any of them, honestly. Like, really, yeah, and that, really that was the thing. Like, yeah. The other day, I started sending all attention about it, and you'd go, well, could it be the one that, 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 that survives them all? Let's say, you know, let's, let's put in Leo. Well, he's going to have that leader concept, but then he's going to be able – he already, even before be, being the leader, he already knew how to use all four of the weapons. So it would be like, okay, yeah, that, that's, that's just a given. Um, and then you go Donatello, who's machine – I could see something like that because then he would come up with something unique to create with using all four weapons. That would be a, a very unique one. Uh, then you go Raphael, where he was always, always wanting to be – about him, this would be if you were to tell that story. That'd be a very unique story because now he doesn't have his other three brothers. Now he's all on his own. He is going it alone. How would that affect him? You'd probably go into a little bit of um. He'd be probably every time he uses a weapon or one of them, he thinks about his brother or he's you know in his head talking to his brothers. You know that would be a unique story. Uh, I was always partial to Michelangelo. <laughs> that would be just unique to see uh, Mikey as, a, as the last one and actually having all the abilities. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I, <laughs> that'd be it. My that'd be, favorite was always Donatello. You were a staff man. Yeah. <laughs> I have one. I have one. That's another reason why. Um, <laughs> But yes, I do love my I do love Donatello. My favorite one. Um, every, time, every time we um, play a game, I always got Donatello. So, yo, that's my dude. Yeah, Michael, I gotta show this one too. I gotta show this one too. I gotta get, I gotta get Ralph some love. I gotta get Ralph some love. He he had the size. I got a pair of size too. I gotta give. I gotta give. I gotta give Ralph some. I, I got to give him uh, Raphael some, some love. I got to. I got to. His attitude is kind of messed up, but he's got the weapon. I mean, he's the one that would survive all the rest of them. Like, he would be the one that, to me, would probably end up alone. Yeah. He might be the guy. To, he, he might be the guy to take over everything. He might be the guy. Um, Shall we get anything else? So that was about it. All right. That was all the news. Now we got a couple of. um topics if you guys want to talk about them. Yeah. First up, we got David Tennant apparently wants to play a role in Star Trek and also would like to play something in DC. So what do you think about that? 
What's the actor or actress's name? David Tennant. <laughs> Tough doctor. Okay. Okay, so Tennant wants to play a role in Star Trek. Yes. I think that would be, you know what would be really unique? If they brought him in in a, in a, a unique uh, spot as a doctor. As an actual, like the blue coat, do, you know, as, as a blue doctor, as a science officer playing as a doctor. And then it would, it would you know, you, everybody would start thinking, well, is that the doctor in that universe? Because there has been, there has been a comic book crossover of the doctor and, yeah. and uh, Star Trek. So it would, yeah. it would beg to say that maybe did he just jump in that timeline make himself look like one of the you know starfleet officers he saying that he's a doctor <laughs> i think it'd be funny i think it'd be really crazy so, imagine him as the q <laughs> imagine him <laughs> yeah, <that's funny. laughs> as q that would be funny yeah. <laughs> Ah, oh, that'd be fun. That'd be hilarious. Uh, Star Trek, man. Livy, have you have you watched Picard yet? No. It's good. You should. Okay. You need to watch it. Right. It's on CBS for free, so I'm gonna have to check that out. It's free, right? So I'm gonna have to. Check um. It out. I'm check well, it out. once you get um CBS All Access, then it's free. But you gotta pay for that. But you can binge watch it and get the um, um, the trial. So, technically. Okay. okay. Cool. 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 I would. I would definitely highly recommend watching Picard. It is definitely. Um, I'm happy that I've seen the entire series, and it was. Uh, if, if I could been if if it came to like my local Walmart and I had to buy it, I would buy it. Definitely bought for me a buy series. You know what I mean. Did did anyone watch The Witcher? Yes, I actually have. Yes, What'd I haven't get? watched it all the way through yet, but What'd I have watched it. What's up, KW? Appreciate you being here, bro. Michael, appreciate you being here as well. Um, got some guys from my Discord out there, or Discord I'm a part of, rather, um, over in the league. Appreciate you guys jumping on tonight. Didn't you play? Didn't you finish the Didn't you finish that game, really? I've played that game twice already. Damn. <laughs> I, I, I actually finished the, the Witcher 3, the regular main story. I had the two DLCs for it, yeah. and I haven't finished the other two DLCs. But, yeah, no, I, I played it. It was good. It was really, really good. Uh, I've, I have it on Xbox One and also on the Switch. <laughs> well, I don't have it on the Switch, but I do have it on Xbox One. <laughs> Yeah, great. My son, um, we'll get him on my oldest boy. Hopefully, we'll get him on here at some point. He played it too, and he really loved it. To that power range of my game, um, he's just moving so definitely. Yeah, I gotta gotta switch two guys. Nerd here, nerd. Uh, what did what did KW say? I haven't. That, ooh, you finished it? Bro, that game, bro. Really? 
real quick before we get out of here. Anime wise, what is everyone's watch? What is everyone watching? I'm rewatching um Naruto at the moment. Because like there's a lot of stuff part of that I haven't seen. I haven't seen it all the way through and binge watching the experience is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know if you'd consider it anime, but I had been watching uh Avatar the Last Airbender. So that's always a good series. Ain't wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um I go about watching a lot of Yu Yu Hawk show. Um Love you, Hawkshaw. It's just a classic. Um, I finally finished Vinland Saga. I finally finished it. Um, get into it. Um, I recently stopped watching um, SAO because of the fact that you got a lot of on. I got a dude in the Facebook group got mad at me. I said I stopped watching the show because of it. And it's like, it's not instant in that show. If I, I don't care if your cousins or not. I, I don't care. Uh, that's still that's still I would. So that's why I'm watching the show. I've been watching Children of the Whales on Netflix. Pretty good. I haven't heard of that one. I gotta take a look. Yeah. I, I haven't heard of that one. Um. What's that new anime? Tower of God or something like that. I tried to watch that one time. I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. <laughs> I haven't watched that one yet, but it's... I couldn't take it. Um, M Truth, how you doing, bro? Thank you for being here. I appreciate you coming out as well. Um, guys, the, the anime has changed so much, man. Um, I watched the first five episodes Black Black Clover couldn't take it. Couldn't take it. I just couldn't do Black Clover. Um, Fire Force. I watched three episodes. And told me though, um, Fire Force picked up episode five. That was cool. I don't know if that's true. Um, maybe I'll revisit. I don't know. But with the way editing is, you know, today, um, the best. But the, the one thing that I give Black Clover Dragon Ball was terrible. The Dragon Ball to me is better than Super. I'll watch Dragon Ball all day long. Um, Super was just terrible. But anime today, man. Uh, my favorite YouTuber, NBA, was the Capture and Scenes. Check out Capture and Scenes. Um, inscribed. Uh, definitely check those out. I'm going to check those out when I get a chance. Um, but he was the one that turned me into um, Attack on Titan and then the Saga. And then the Saga is a little bit different because it takes, it takes place back in the Viking days. But definitely check it out. It's very, very good. It's very, very good. You guys will like it. Um, all right. Yeah, Outlaw Star 2. Thank you, KW. That's a good point. Outlaw Star 2, very, very good. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, check that out. If, you, if you've never seen classic anime, that's another one you guys can mm-hmm. check out. Um, very good stuff. 
All right, let's go ahead for around the room. Any social media we want to get out there, any shows we're doing, any appearances we're doing. Uh, me and Gene's got a, another appearance soon. So we'll call it the Paradigm Sports Wrestling Podcast. You know, just a little, just a little itty bitty appearance there. Um, the bases are eight. Um, got a special guest coming on this week as well. That'd be the boys at 11. I'll let Gene tell you guys about that. But real quick, Shaw, put your Facebook page for me. Yeah, um, please join um, on Facebook, um, Just League Memes of America. We have a lot of memes, we go information and news and stuff. If you're interested in that, and, and that, you know, talk about Justice League and DC Comics and stuff, please join. And some of those, some of those uh, memes are really funny too. You can um, check them out over there on Facebook. Go ahead and plug Paradigm Shift, my friend. Well, you can find us at 10 o'clock central time. It's the paradigm shift every Wednesday. We go live in the sports room in Will's page. We go live at the wrestling boiler room in uh, the wrestling boiler room page on Facebook. Uh, we do talk about everything professional wrestling in a whole. We're, so we just don't leave everybody out. We got you all covered. Uh, we have some lovely things coming up. I uh, know we do have a interview scheduled in September with Jules Mahone. That's going to be unique. Uh, so that's going to that's going to be very very unique. We do have a few. I, I think we have a, a special guest showing up this Wednesday. I'm not quite sure on that. Uh, but anywho, definitely show out because of our aces and eights. And then you can also find me over in the wrestling boiler room as well. I'm a promo artist underneath the name the Canadian Crippler. And uh, we've got some unique stuff there, so check that out. If you like anything professional wrestling, and if you like promoing, definitely check it out. And the the one thing that we're all working on, uh, working on getting the going on to the show. Um, I used to interview uh, some years back. She was a big WB star. We're trying trying to get her back for September. So we'll see how well we do with that. Uh, Anything you want to plug? Anything else that you want to get out there before we roll out? The damn Mets law. <laughs> Don't start talking about my Mets. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Good. Uh, my goodness, they lost, man. They lost. Um, answer that real quick. Oh, uh, one more thing. Yeah, there uh, Street Fighter fans, I think Street Fighter down Switch real quick. Um, it's on sale for $7.99. I got Street Fighter 5. When I play it on the Switch, I think it's $7.99 right now. So if you haven't played yet, check it out. Um, try it out. Eight bucks. Not bad. All right. That's going to do it for us here at Saturday Night Nirvana. We'll be back same time, same place. Now I'm 10 p.m. Eastern. I want to say thank you to my sister Olivia. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for coming out. Uh, <laughs> everybody in the chat, thank you guys for coming out. I appreciate it. The first time I've we've done this on YouTube, so thank you for coming out. Uh, my two twins for coming out. I appreciate it. I think you guys are gone, but. Bye. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to finish this thing up. Thank you guys for coming out, and we'll see you again. Okay.
Vince Michael. League, you got to play nice. We're ending things up here. Play nice, guys. Come on now. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys again next week. Thank you. We'll see you. Take care.